Well, welcome back to the Fresh Start Podcast. This is episode nine. If you've joined with us over the course of the last several months, we want to thank you. If not, if this is your first time, like Isabel, who's sitting beside me, then we would encourage you to go back and to watch the other episodes, to like and subscribe so that you get a notification when we when we post at the first of every month. Because, you know, we got some good content going on here, and we you're about to see if this is your first time today. Uh, over the course of the last several months, we have tried to bring content that uh, starts your month off in a fresh way. Maybe you didn't live the last month like you wanted to, or you've gotten bogged down with life and so each month at the start we try to bring just kind of a breath of fresh air on different topics and this month it being may uh, and with there being graduations and kind of a change of different things we wanted to bring in two of our seniors in our student ministry uh, to kind of get their recap and their uh, ideas and focuses of where they're at right now as they're about to graduate and just maybe some different things about that so today we got isabel and keith uh, and so why don't y'all introduce yourself? Isabel, why don't you start first? Okay. Um, I'm Isabel. I'm a senior at LHS. I've uh, been in the youth group since seventh grade. Been at FBC since even longer. There you go. Keith? My name is Keith. I guess we're not doing last names, but... Um, Stanful. Stanful, yeah. Peary. Yeah, in <laughs> case you didn't get that. Okay. I'm 18. I'm a senior at LHS as well. I've been in the youth group since eighth grade, I believe. So there you go. Played drums for us. Isabel sings. Uh, very involved. And so we got a couple of questions we wanted to ask them as they're getting ready, you know, in just a few days. What What is graduation for y'all? May the 15th. 15th? I thought it was the 14th. 14th. Oh, discrepancy. Oh, no. One person's oh, going to be late birthday. and one person's going to be <laughs> early. It's uh, it's on a Friday. We know that. So, so it's the 14th. Okay. There you go. Don't listen to me. Don't listen <laughs> to Keith on well, the dates. At least listen to him for this podcast, though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so when this airs, then that means that in just two weeks, y'all will uh, y'all will graduate, which is crazy, and it'll it'll fly by. And so we had a couple of questions, and so I'm gonna start off asking Keith the first question, and then Isabel can answer after that. So Keith, how has being involved in a student ministry helped you through your middle school and high school experience? Well, I think like the first thing that kind of comes to mind is that. Um, since you're in a group that um, where, where you're kind of like on the same playing level, like you're all kind of having the same experiences. Um, I mean, there's a, a few, you know, age gaps, but in the end, you, most of the time you're, you're going through the same stuff. So it's good to have that sense of like fellowship, especially, you know, getting close to um, students around me in this youth group that are all, you know, trying to have the same goal of just living for God while you're going to school. So, Oh, sure, yeah. So you're going through the same stuff. You can encourage one another. You can support one another. Um, that's good stuff. What about you, Isabel? How has being involved helped you? Very similar things. Um, it's so funny. Like, I feel like all of my friends are, have such big age gaps, and so it's all over the place, and that's great. Um, another thing is, like, Revive on Wednesday nights. I know a lot of churches that don't do – Wednesday night services I don't know what I'd do without Wednesday night services it's literally a revival for the week like so that's something that I think I've really gotten out of it I think it's in it's always good to have you know we're doing this podcast for a fresh start of the week but sometimes in the middle of the week when you have assignments and 
all kind of things going on at school and just feel, you know, weighed down, bogged down. It's just everything going around you or on with you is heavy that it's good to have that kind of middle of the week fellowship with students your age and um, just a place to be encouraged just because high school gets difficult and we've all Mm -hmm. been through it and we understand and we understand the importance of being around other people who have the same hopeful goals and intentions um, that you do. Alex, did you, were you involved in a student ministry from your seventh or sixth to 12th grade? Um, I was involved from ninth to 12th grade. Yep. Okay. So how, so you not being involved, I know that Keith, he started in the eighth grade with us, but he was in a church at least or a student ministry before that. But how was, what was the difference in like your middle school experience versus your high school not being in a student ministry? I think the big difference um, was my, honestly, my commitment to my faith. And that may sound like super spiritual, but it's not meant to be. It's just the honest truth. I grew up in a very, very small church. Um, when we left there, where there was 15 people small. Um, and so we didn't have a student ministry. I was the only student um, in the ministry at all there. Um, so when we moved churches, um, it was very much an encouragement that there were other people my age, and I realized that like I wasn't the only fish swimming in my school trying to navigate how to balance my faith with everything else in my life. And that was, like the two of them have said, just a big encouragement for me. And having those peers, having people who were intentionally focused on students um, allowed me to grow in my faith exponentially from ninth to 12th grade than, you know, anywhere from the sixth through the the eighth grade um, at the church I was previously at. Yeah, I know for me, like I was in youth group my entire middle school, high school experience, but uh, but yeah, I don't know, like you said, I don't know what I would have done without church, without youth groups, Sundays. Uh, we're not having as much like Sunday night, but y'all have Sunday afternoons, uh, Wednesday nights without other students encouraging me and having that, like you said, people who are going through the same stuff. Like, I don't know how, and I guess we're kind of seeing how students don't thrive when they don't have that. Um, and so, yeah. So question two. two. Yep. So what are some practices that you try to do or utilize to grow in your faith? So, um, Isabel, you want to kick us off here? All right. Um, one of the first things that comes to mind, it's actually a really recent one. Um, I started a prayer journal where I wrote down, I tried, I started trying by writing out big, long prayers. And I was like, that's not working. So I keep a little notebook on me. And I write down even my little prayers, like my one-sentence prayers. Um, and doing that has really helped me see how God answers everything. He doesn't leave some of the things out. He doesn't answer the big things. He answers everything. And that's helped me pray more, too. Um, I'm more intentional with my prayers. Yeah, it's just helped my prayer life a lot. Yeah, I think um, writing down things helps not only for you to stay focused, but then you can always go back and look and say, man, you know, God didn't answer that prayer right away. But, you know, two years removed from that situation, you're like, man, God did answer that prayer. And this is how it was. And it's like an encouragement, like you said, to to keep on praying and maybe pray more, more frequently and be more specific in your prayers just because you're encouraged by how God did move, even though you didn't see it at first. But then you look back on it and it can be a very... Um, encouraging thing I think I think you're exactly right Keith so for me um, kind of recently uh, I mean it's always good to read your Bible but here recently I've, I've started um, investing in like um, additional like spiritual books like um, when we went to conference and saw Levi Lusco I ordered some of his books and they have really helped me out a ton because
because it's tackling you know specific issues and stuff that that we go through um and then in addition to that i've started with some people here in the church and other friends at school we've started a virtual bible study so we've been going through the book of luke and we've been doing this for about eight or nine weeks now so that has really helped me a ton not only to kind of stay disciplined with reading my bible but also just kind of like just having these kind of discussions with other people you know my age stuff like that so levi if you're listening to this on the slim chance you just heard it a plug for your books by That's one right. of our students here in lexington so you know maybe if you hear this some more free books to to key yeah. stanfield because he's I'll enjoying take a, them i'll take a signed copy of your next book <laughs> here you go um kind of what both of y'all mentioned uh the word that popped in my head was intentionality. Uh, both of you, uh, and I would say anybody in their Christian walk, in order to grow, it has to be intentional. You're not going to grow closer to God by accident. And so, um, you know, if you're listening and you're like, I don't feel like I'm growing, then this is a time for you to kind of evaluate what intentional steps are you taking. I know, like Isabel said, um, when I write things down, I remember it better. And I was kind of going through my back shelf in my office as kind of uh, an organized chaos tornado, but um, I have a lot of things written on post-it notes and note cards and stuff. And the other day I was kind of shuffling papers and I found a note card of a revive that we had a couple of years ago where we were just writing promises or whatever of God as part of a response. And I had written one down myself and mine was God will fight for me. And that was in a time where um, I was going through very difficult things from some outside sources and I just felt like um, my hands were kind of tied because I couldn't really stand up for myself in the moment just because of the situation I was in and so I was like while I can't fight this battle how I want to I know God can and so that was a reminder a year or so later that yeah God answered that prayer and and so writing it down or being intentional with getting in Bible studies I know that for me one of the areas that has helped me grow um, is you know our men's group has uh, uh, men's accountability groups that meet. And so when I first started it, I was like, do I really want to add something else to my schedule? Like, I have so many things going on. But it has been so encouraging for me to just be able to not have to be the one that carries the conversation or the one that teaches, to be able to just go in and sit and listen to other people. Um, and that has been just really encouraging to me to grow. And so um, whatever practices work for you, maybe you're not a journaler or maybe you're not a reader, find something. Maybe it's listening to stuff like this or books on audio. I know for me, reading large sections of scriptures, I would kind of lose focus or whatever. And so I started doing the reading and listening at the same time with the free Bible app on the phone, you know, just popping an AirPod in and reading along as it reads it to me. And um, I put it on one and a half speed so it does a little bit quicker. And man, it's helped me retain scripture so much better. And so, yeah, intentional practices. These were two great, um, two great focuses and things. So what's one of the biggest highlights or memories that you have um, in the student ministry? Either one of you can answer first. What is just something that stands out to you, kind of a highlight or memory that you have in the student ministry that you want to share? Maybe it's a story. or It can be serious. It can be funny. It can be somewhere in mm -hmm. between. Just whatever the your most memorable moment. I've got a huge grin on my face, so I'm going to go first. Okay. Yeah. Um, my seventh grade year, it was the last year that we went to Fuge, um, and we played Givers and Receivers. I've only played it twice, but it was my first time playing. I was a giver, 
let me tell you, the game changes lives. Like, it's crazy. Um, I just had so many, like, internal grudges against people in the youth group. They didn't know that I had grudges against them, but it was really personal to me, and I needed to let that go. And I remember how much weight I left, I'd let off after playing that game. And it does that every single time. Yeah, givers and receivers. Hopefully we can get that started back at camp this year. Um, that's one of those, like, with camp not happening last year. That's that's a more uh, – she called it a game. It's more of, like, an inti- intimate response. It um, but it's something we normally do at camp because it's more of a personal, intimate setting. It's not something you'd necessarily want to do on a Wednesday night when you have a bunch of guests or something. But, yeah, givers and receivers will wreck you. Um, mm mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't want to steal your story, but like this was neither one of y'all. But one year at Givers, during Givers and Receivers, had a fuge. Uh, a student just blew their whole nose right on my sleeve of my shirt. Just they were crying, and then just for whatever reason, they treated my shirt like it was a tissue <laughs> and just blew their nose on my shirt. Yeah. And I was like, this is a really sweet moment that was just ruined because now I'm like, gross. They were wearing a mask, right? Yeah, that this was way <laughs> pre-COVID. This was way pre-COVID. So. What about you, Keith? What's a, a moment that is maybe a highlight or memory that's jumped out to you? I would probably say the first time I, like, actually played for Revive. Um, I can just remember because I had the worst nerves coming into it. Because I've, like, before I started playing here like on a regular basis i had never really done that i've I've only played on like a regular schedule at school it's a completely different experience when you're playing in front of an audience one or two times sometimes three times a week so i mean i was a nervous wreck but you know i got through it and i ended up loving it and now i've been doing it for like three years and now i kind of have a similar experience every week you know if you really nail a set or sometimes if you don't nail a set you know you still get that kind of like adrenaline and I'm not trying to like put myself on any platform but I just love being able to like do something I love and also do it for a greater purpose for serving God so all right so our next question is who has been someone that has impacted your life um, maybe molded or helped shape your faith and what about them has impacted you the most so I guess I'll start um, I would probably, just a name that comes to my mind, I would probably say um, Zach Fitzgerald, which he's probably going to listen to this. Um, just because um, he is always so vulnerable in front of us. You know, if, if he's going through a tough time or, you know, something's happened in his life, he's always, like, there to tell us. And, I mean, that's encouraging because it, it in return, lets us as a, you know, because he's our he's my Sunday school teacher. If you didn't know, um, he lets all of us in there basically just bounce back and you know talk about hey I'm struggling too, or I've got this or that going on in my life. So, and you know the fact that even if all this stuff is going on, he can always kind of bring it and turn it back into God, you know, and make it into like really good um, structured biblical advice for us. That has helped me out tremendously with, you know, my walk. Yeah, Yeah, for me, I guess, probably be Tara Duke. Um, 
it's the energy and the boldness that she has for me. Like, I wouldn't even say that we're crazy, crazy close, but I mean, I see her every day and testify, not every day, that would be every week. Um, but yeah, the energy that she always has and the boldness, um, she's not afraid to worship freely. And that's something that I struggled with for a really long time because I was obsessed with what everybody thought. And that obviously isn't how it's supposed to be. And Tara really showed me that without telling me that. She just showed it. Mm-hmm. They both, they lived it out. They were vulnerable. They were passionate. They they mattered. They changed. And both of y'all named small group leaders. Both of you named adults who uh, take intentional time to pour. And, and my experience would be the same. You know, people who have shaped and ministered to me were adults who were passionate about, you know, students hearing the gospel and changing. Uh, ha- has there been any maybe fellow students, maybe they are older than you that have graduated that you looked up to that you just want to give a quick shout out to and maybe encouragement? Or, I mean, that's, this is kind of an add on to the question, yeah. but yeah. I mean, um, yeah, Laura Hill. Okay. Uh, I remember she was like, <laughs> she has a special place in my heart because she was the person who taught me how to harmonize. And like, that's like my claim to fame now. <laughs> Woo. But um, yeah, but also kind of the same way, like whenever everybody in the youth might be kind of dead or going through a dead period, she was never going through a dead period. It's fired up. Huh? She yeah, always was. And um, I feel like she kind of just adopted me whenever I was a little freshman and she was a senior. Um, I didn't think I was going to be able to make it after she left. But, of course, I did because she taught me a lot of things. There you go. I would probably say um, Max Phillips. I know he's younger than me. But just in the past few months that I've gotten close to him with Sunday school and all that, he has really just stepped up in his faith. And <laughs> it's it's funny because usually he'll he'll be, like, the first to answer questions in Sunday school. But that's just kind of how he is. You know, he's, he's that kind of bold in his faith. And that is really, you know – helped me out a lot and just really encouraged me with kind of trying to be like him, which is trying to be like Jesus. Sometimes it's not always the people who are older than you. I think oftentimes younger people, um, people who are younger than you often, the way they act and the the way they encourage, speak, you know, that sort of thing. It's like, man, I'm older than them, but I'm not I'm not even doing that. So maybe I need to kick in high gear a yeah. little bit and get it together. But like uh, yeah, you're right. It is. <laughs> And I would say, you know, again, whether you're watching or, or whatever, like people are looking at you and the life that you live, whether you're intentionally pouring into them or not, you're leading them uh, to Christ and you are showing them either how to do it or how not to do it. And I would say that there's a lot of students in our student ministry who look to Keith and to Isabel uh, for spiritual guidance and direction and leadership. Uh, Is- Isabel and Keith, there's a reason that we asked them to be a part of this because uh, not only do we think that they, you know, could answer these questions uh, decently, but I, I feel like, you know, they're in a few years, if we bring other students on to something like this, you know, fresh start episode 50 or whatever <laughs> we're on, um, that students will mention Isabel and Keith as people who impacted them or shaped them, and, and who knows, Isabel and Keith, they're, they're going to stay close and come back and volunteer every week in our <laughs> student ministry, and so they're going to be able to pour into students for for years and years to come because they're they're going to make sure to come back and, and not leave us. And so. Hey, that's the plan. really yeah. is. Boom. 
You heard it here. She said it before you in the presence of God. So. <laughs> it's on the record. <laughs> yeah, this is recorded. So. And, and Keith didn't vocally say it, but we can see it in his eyes. <laughs> so that's his intentions too. All right, so kind of final question, wrapping up. What is some advice that you would give to an underclassman as they are facing the struggles of teenage years? Um, and I guess as you're getting ready to graduate and looking back at how quickly middle school and high school went by, just what's some advice that you would give them? I'd say be involved in your youth group. Like, don't just go, you know, when there's a service or something. I mean, find something, um, find some kind of ministry that they're doing, be involved in that, and be excited about it. I mean, don't go expecting, oh, it's another service or, oh, it's another practice. I mean, go knowing that something great is going to happen and something great is going to come out of it. I would probably, you know, go along, along that, those same lines. Um, I would say stay connected with people that will, you know, push you to do the right things and hold you accountable because I know personally that has helped me out a ton. And um, But, you know, just being involved in any type of student ministry while you're going through school is just, it helps out tremendously because, you know, um, you find people that are going through the same struggles, the same peer pressures and the same temptation so we're all you know having the same goal so there any final thoughts any last remarks you want to make um kind of to the listeners or just um final words anything you want to leave us with before you sign off as official students of the revived student ministry keith you got something you look like you got something I guess I could just say thank you for having me on here. I appreciate it a lot. Oh, yeah. I wish I would have said that yeah. first. There you go. Right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, me that. too. I appreciate it. Thanks for you're having me. You're supposed to say it at the start. <laughs> Better late than ever. Hey, well, thank you all for getting on here and, uh, and talking. And, and I do hope that whether you're a parent listening to this or you have a student in your student ministry, in our student ministry, or you are a student in it or about to be, um, man, I don't just say this as the student pastor, but I just say this to parrot them, be involved. You get mm-hmm. out of it what you put into it. And so if you don't feel a part, chances are you're not making yourself a part. We have a place for you here. Other churches, if you're not involved with here, will have a place. But the more you want to be connected, the more that you can. I know that here there are so many things going on um, that we can plug you in somewhere. We can find somewhere for you to be involved. Keith, and Isabel both um, have came in and grown up and shown out, and um, and they have they could probably testify, you know, no pun intended, <laughs> um, very uh, very well to the fact of you know they were able to lead or to do as much as they wanted to, um, and and that's you know we have that for any student who wants to, and so I'm thankful for y'all. Thanks for coming on, um, you know. Every month we try to kind of switch it up some, and so we hope that this month, uh, as graduating seniors are getting ready, um, that that you can look at this, that you've looked at maybe weekly clips, or you watched this all in one, and it was an encouragement to you. Congratulations to you two as you are getting ready to graduate in a few short months, and as this, uh, we're if you watch the whole clip, then it's before they graduated. And if this is a weekly clip going out, then they've already graduated and um, they're getting ready for their last month or so. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. <laughs> um, they're getting ready in their last month or so as a student in the student ministry. And y'all will see 
that when July, it'll be the fourth this year, when you promote, it's different. You walk back into the student, into the MAC for Sunday school, and you're in the college and career class, it is just different. When you walk back into Revive that next Wednesday night, it'll be different. You're no longer a student. They're no longer your peers. You are a college leader. And say, it's just, for the first time since fifth grade, you will be in a Sunday school class that has people of the opposite gender as you. That's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's going to be that's a, a good point. <laughs> that's a really good point. That'll wow. happen. That'll Crazy. happen. A small group, that, that will happen. And so, oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, boom, you just blew their mind. I know. And, uh, <laughs> and we're, we're looking forward to another group of sixth graders who will come up that we will look at and say, how in the world are we going to survive them? And before <laughs> we know it, they will be just like these two and have made it through and will be seniors. And we'll say, man, they killed it in their time here. So right. um, I would say that a, a lot of people look back at their high school or middle school years and say, man, I wish I lived more for Jesus. Um, and I just want to kind of give a testimony on their part. These two, they killed it. And I'm thankful for your faithfulness to our student ministry. In the years that you served, you served well, and no tongue-in-cheek, I am serious. Um, I'm looking forward to how you are going to continue to serve in the future, so thanks. Uh, That's all we have for this month. Um, I hope that if you didn't live for Jesus as much as you should have last month, that this month will be a fresh start for you. We'll see you again next month. Thanks for joining us.